0: The following is an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. This is Eastern North Carolina's longest-running sports radio call-in show. The Brian Bailey Show is on the air. The Brian Bailey Show on Pirate Radio is brought to you by... Angus Grill, Bostic Sug Furniture, Bojangles, East Coast Grady, the Gavigan Agency, Greenville Auto World, Papa John's... Pepsi, Seared Chop House, Taft, Taft and Hagler, Tiebreakers. EMS Builders, and the Rick House, And now, here's Brian Bailey.
2: Okay, happy Monday, everybody. Not a happy Monday in Greenville for East Carolina Pirate fans. Pirates fall on the road to UCF 20-16. to Disappointing loss. We almost had us another victory Monday. The Pirates, by the way, are practicing as we speak. They're practicing Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday this week because it's fall break. And East Carolina has the bye week coming up this Saturday. So the Pirates will practice to start the week. We will not have an assistant coach on with us. We will, however, talk high school football. Got a big one in town coming up. J.H. Rose and Newburn, the two teams picked to win the first play, the first year of play in the Big Carolina 3A4A. And so we're going to talk to uh, both Will Bland and Tori now, the Rose coach and the Newburn coach. Later, Todd Leibniz, Aiden Griffin Chargers. They play like five games in 15 days. We're going to find out what that's all about coming up. And we'll talk more about the East Carolina game with UCF. Has some thoughts on that as well. This is the Brian Bailey Show on this non-victory Monday for East Carolina. It's coming up after this.
0: You're listening to The Brian Bailey Show. Now, back to Brian.
2: Hi, right, welcome back to our show. You just heard from Mike Houston. He'll be with us next week right here on The Brian Bailey Show. We're going to take a look at the entire first half of the season next week right here with the head coach of the Pirates, Mike Houston. We talk high school football on this Monday as J.H. Rose and Newbern get set to do battle coming up this Friday night. Then Will Bland, the head coach of the Rampants, joins us. His Rampants had an 0-3 start. They're now on a five-game winning streak. They've turned things completely around. Uh, they are one of the top teams in this conference, this big Carolina 3A, 4A. And we knew every Friday night was going to be a difficult assignment, Will. And it's turned out to be that way, hasn't it?
1: Oh, it has. I mean, like every team we played has been pretty good. Um, the team that went in there and didn't make mistakes and could uh, capitalize on other mistakes will come out victorious. So, and we've been fortunate to be able to do that for the last um, four games in the conference.
2: Take us back to Friday night. You guys knocked off our uh, rival D.H. Conley 28 to 12. Uh, I was out of town, so I didn't. I haven't even seen those highlights. But how did that game go?
1: Oh, it went pretty good. Uh I thought our guy came out there with um intensity. Um they were very focused. Um we scored first. Um and uh Will Taylor, our quarterback, been doing a great job of um directing our offense. I think um that pick sixty through in that game, uh was the first one he through in four games, but uh our defense played an uh, outstanding game. We held them to one touchdown the whole night and we just continued to um grow as offensive line we we'll, uh run the game with um Michael Allen and um Claybon doing all the dirty work for us.
2: Is this one of those deals, coach, that you, you know, when you play on Friday night and you rush to get the scores from the conference because this conference is so good? You know, Jacksonville and Havelock, you know, the thing about this league, Conley is going to be better. You know, this is a down year for Conley. You know, Nate is going to have them, you know, back in the upper echelon of this league. Uh, South Central's having a tough time right now. and You know, they'll be better. And then Northside Jacksonville, and they've had some struggles this year and they've had some struggles the last couple of years, but they've had some great, you know, great years down in Northside Jacksonville. So with this league, and we talked about it you know, in the preseason, but it's really come to fruition that it's a very difficult football league, and there aren't many leagues in the state
3: better than this one.
1: And I would agree, like at, like we at Coach kept playing around with, it. it's like the SEC. I mean, like any given moment, any given team could be anybody. And it doesn't matter what your record is. Most of the teams out here are good. They're well coached by um, these guys out here. So any given day, you can get beat. So you, if you really have to focus on making sure that you um, execute your X's and O's, make sure the defense is focused, and then make sure that all three phases of the game are going your way in order to win this conference.
2: Michael Allen gets all the accolades for your squad as far as uh, on the offensive side of the football. I thought he got off to a little bit of a slow start perhaps, but, man, he's really turned it on, hasn't
1: he? He has, he has, and that's just um, going to, uh, towards the other team. I mean, like, you know, most of the team we play there normally are going to try to game plan for Michael Allen, trying to eliminate him from what he does in our offense, and we've just been fortunate that we have some other um, guys that can complement him, and then just the improvement in Will um, Taylor getting a better-ass quarterback, and then the merging the Clavon to be able to run between the tackle when we need him to run.
2: Yeah, with my next question to talk about Will a little bit at quarterback. You know, on the high school ranks, playing the quarterback position is, you know, it's, it's important in any role in football, but on the high school ranks it almost takes on added significance because if, if that guy, you know, doesn't do his job, then the whole offense can't do anything.
1: Uh, correct. All right. and, and like we said at the beginning of the year, our offensive line is young. Um, they having to grow up real fast. Um, you know, they were a little bit discouraged with the 0 and three start, but they improved every week. Um, for the last couple of weeks, and now Will is more confidence back there. Um, standing in the pocket, and being able to deliver the ball to some of the um good receivers that we have.
2: And Clavon Brown, you mentioned him. He's come on at the running back position, and that kind of has to help out Michael Allen. But Clavon, I called him a one-man wrecking crew on defense a couple of weeks ago because he was all over the place.
1: Oh, yeah, and that, that's the thing about it. Clay played both ways, and he hardly ever comes off the field. And um, he goes 100% of the time. So on defense, he normally averages about 10, 11 tackles a game. And the offense, he's just our big bruising um, running back that we need to get um, tough yards in, in certain situations.
2: Will Bland, the head coach at J.H. Rose, joining us. He's got a big game this week against the Bears of New Bern. Will, when you watched the East Carolina game this past week and the Pirates' fall 20-16, what were some of your thoughts?
1: Uh like, um uh, like Mike, uh, Coach Houston said, um you gotta be able to execute. You go, especially when you go to away games, you gotta, you, you can't make mistakes and you gotta keep executing down there. Cause if you give a team at home hope, then eventually they'll find a way to try to pull out a win. And I think that's what happened. They gave them a little bit of hope and, um Central was just executing at the end.
2: Get that win. Yeah, it's kind of hard. You know, being there, it, it was kind of exactly the way you described it because it kind of seemed like, you know, the, the UCF Knights just kept hanging on, hanging on, and they did. They had hope late. I, I think a lot of the Pirate fans are upset. You know, maybe, you know, sometimes it seems offensively, you know, when you're trying to to just hold on to the football and, and, you know, get a drive going, get some first downs going, that, you know, the term is playing not to lose. And, and, and it's kind of a harsh term, but you gotta, you gotta figure out a way you know to get those those first downs and i think that when it comes down to it you know if you throw the football and it's incomplete the clock stops and then you know fans are unhappy with that but you've got to come up with some kind of plays i think that that you can you know get a completion and, and and you know it's like Steve Logan used to say on some of some of their pass plays that they're not really pass plays they're really running plays we just do them so often that that they're always completed we never drop one and I think that there's, there's got to be something in there you know because when they put eight people in the box it was really difficult to run a football
1: right and they and they're just daring you to throw the ball like you said you got to be able to, um to, um trust your wide shoes. to make catch trust the quarterback to throw the ball where he's supposed to to so, so get them out of there and that and that's why I think um heard a lot of people like you're gonna put a in the body then you to run it, and you're still gonna try to run it no nah, we're gonna we're gonna spread it out so we could that so we can run the ball so uh, it's that's just a tough situation. I've been in there um some of those situations like that too, so I mean I don't envy them, them at all they do uh, I think they do a great job that you know your fans uh, fans are gonna talk but you know at the end of the day you want to do what's best for your program.
2: Yeah, I think when you look at the overall picture, three and three on the season, you know all of your goals are still in sight. Uh, and it's funny how how football goes because some games that you look at the schedule and you think, okay, that's probably not going to be a win, or or that's going to be an easy game. And the way teams play and you, you kind of re- revisit it. Yeah, I look at the Pirates' schedule right now. I think Houston will be very difficult, uh, but I think it's still a game if you execute, you can win that game. And I think Cincinnati, you know, in Greenville, I think a lot depends on what that game means to the Bearcats. I think it'll be a very difficult game for East Carolina if Cincinnati comes to town and ranks second or third in the nation and playing for a spot in the the college football playoff because they've got so much at stake. But then again, if they come in and so much at stake and come in tight, maybe that's the the avenue to victory there. So I I think until you get on the field and start playing the game, anything can happen.
1: Yeah, I agree. I mean, because, like, you know, we got them games circled, but Houston got those games circled for East Carolina also, too. So, you know, they, they're they like probably like, okay, they live in that child. Well, this is a very winnable game for us, too. So, you know, they can prepare so they can win that game as well, as East Carolina. So uh, I think them games will be um tough. And then, like you said, UCF, I mean, Cincinnati, it all depends on if they're close. You know, they want to try to get style points. They want to try to beat East Carolina as bad as they can so they can get them style points to get into the college football playoff.
2: Yeah, I think when you look at that, you look at some of the other teams on the schedule, you know, Memphis has shown vulnerabilities a lot this year. Uh, you look at Navy playing at Navy. Although East Carolina played very well against Navy last year, they go to Navy. And Coach Houston said a couple of times that, hey, you know, Annapolis is a difficult place to play. So, you know, that'll be a tough one. But it's almost... Like, in your, when you're in the situation East Carolina is in, you, you just, there's very little room for error. And when you make a mistake, when you fumble at the six yard line on your first drive, which was so, it reminded me of the state game a couple of years ago when East Carolina went out and just drove it right down the field as a huge underdog to North Carolina State. And then the Pirates fumbled inside the five yard line and, and never really recovered. This team did recover and still had a chance to win late. But you add that, and there was a couple of other key, you know, there was a play, Holton, was rolling out, and had a chance to run for the first down. He decided to throw, you know, maybe a 20-yard pass, and it didn't hit. I think it was Omotoshio. Uh, I know Omotoshio made a great play in the game, for getting that touchdown. But I think there were plays like that that, that you know, it, it's it's such a fine line, and it comes out when you look on the film. I think the guys will say, "Oh yeah, that that might have been a better idea." But when you're out there going 100 miles an hour, it's different. Right, right,
1: yeah. and it's like missed opportunities. Like you got to make the most because you like. I'll tell the player, you don't got that many opportunities. So if we, we're going to throw you the ball five times, you got five chances to either get in the end zone or to make a great catch. So you got to make sure you make the most of your opportunity. Um, I think we got, uh, Will Taylor did that last, on um, Friday. He had a chance to run for first down, but he threw it. Fortunately, we caught it, but I was like, you got, you got ten to get a it's fourth and three. Run for the first down.
2: Yeah, exactly. I think that's what Coach Houston uh, told his quarterback last week. Just, you know, go get that first down, then we got four more shots. All right, let's look at the Newburn Bears before we get you out of here on this Monday. Uh, New Bern has scored all kinds of points all year long. They're coming off of back-to-back uh, 70-plus efforts, 75 nothing winning over South Central uh, two weeks ago, last week beating Northside Jacksonville 70-20. to So that's 145 points in two weeks. How do you slow the Bears down?
1: Uh, fundamental football again. You know they run the, um they run the ball. They love running the ball. Um, so we got those set last year. So we just got to play fundamental football, just like we played against Jacksonville. Hat on the hat, and then um try to make them beat us in the passing game a little bit. But if we can control the line of scrimmage and play in that backfield. I think we will have a good chance at this game.
2: Aaron Herring is there, our star running back. He had a 72 yard punt return against Northside and also a 96 yard kickoff return. So when you're talking special teams against Newburn, do you kick it away from
1: Aaron? Yeah, you try you try to get let the other players um try to do something against you. Um and that's what they've been doing to us because we have Mike back there returning to kick it and they don't kick it to him. So we we're not probably gonna kick it to Aaron here either. We're we'll gonna try to see if the other guy can beat in that run game and then this has some guys that can run the field and um to cover them kicks and them pump.
2: Coach Bland, when you guys started 0 and 3, how hard was it to get the guys to refocus on the season? Because you know when you start 0 and 3, it's almost like even though the whole conference schedule is in front of you, and I know you can sell them on that fact, but when you start 0 3, you know doubt started to creep in. Maybe we we're not as good as we thought we were. You know we were picked to win the league along with Newbern, and you know it was a tie as far as the the, the poll was concerned. But you know how do you how do you recapture their attention and get them focused on you know going
4: forward?
1: Well, it, it was tough, but then we we just put it in the perspective as uh, we lost to Hunt, um, which was a very winnable game. We lost to them. We played Cleveland, which was one of the best teams in the in the state, and then we lost to North Eastern, who is a great team and they're right in the two A. But right now, as you said, all them three teams are still undefeated. So we played against them good competition. We try to tell them, hey guys, the guys we played against are still undefeated. They have not been beat. Hunt hasn't been scored on since we scored on them. Um, Cleveland, I think we're the only sk- school that has scored two touchdowns with their, against their starters the whole year. And Northeastern, with the mistakes uh, and the turnover, we- that we could uh, have had a close game that. So, trying to get them refocused and then when you get that first victory against Southwest, I think that turned the table and the kids finally realized, like, if we do what the coaches said, um, come out to practice, do what we're supposed to do, then we can turn it around. And then we just kept believing, and then that was just a, a momentum of uh, kids doing what they have to do, um, waking up Saturday morning, coming to the walkthroughs, um, getting up Thursday morning at 6 o'clock doing their walkthroughs so they won't have to do in the afternoon and go watch JV football play has been awesome. So uh, we got to turn around a little bit and hope that we can keep it going with the
2: momentum yeah obviously the key victory for you guys so far this season has been the win over jacksonville 28 21 that was a that was a classic game because uh your defense bent but didn't break took advantage of some turnovers and jacksonville is a very good football team and you guys you know the the jacksonvilles and the roses of the world you guys may see each other again later on in the postseason
1: Right, right. I mean, especially because, um, they are very, very talented, very, um, disciplined, well coached football team. And I think they, they can go a long way in the playoffs. So you, you know, you, you might see them in the third, fourth round of this coming playoff, and you might have to play against each other again. So, um, we, we know that's a possibility, but you know, we got to take care of the first game we got right here coming up this week.
2: And not to put the cart before the horse, but the playoffs will be a lot different this year because of the fact that you only have four classifications again.
1: Yeah, and and you know I grew up and when there was only four um, classes. Right. So you know if you were the three A, you had to beat every three A in the state, and then you if you did that, you were state champion. You were the best three A school in the state, and then they subdivided a couple of years after I left. But I think this is where you find out who really is the number one three A team in the state because you get you had the opportunity to play all of them.
2: Yeah, we'll see how that one uh, rolls out. But it's going to be very different. 1A, 2A, 3A and 4A. Uh, the North Carolina High School Athletic Association will not subdivide this year, so that's what we're looking at. Just four classifications. And so we'll, uh, Newburn and Conley are the 4As as far as the uh, Big Carolina 3A, 4A is concerned. The rest of the teams are 3A. So Rose and Jacksonville, two of the best teams in this conference, and they can roll down the line. But we've got a conference championship to decide, first of all, and a big game in conference play is Rose and Newbern. Coach, before we let you go what's the key to beating the bears
1: um like i said earlier discipline fundamental um being able to stop them their run rushing attack um trying to slow them down um get some turnovers try to get them put the ball on the ground a little bit um cause some turnover in their offense we just got to spread them out and get the balls in our playmaker's hand i think we have made it simple enough for our kids that so they can play fast and and know what they're doing and um, be able to execute out there in the space, so I think it would be a great game I think um we should have a great turnout here at Rose and' Hall of Fame weekend also so um just looking forward to it.
2: Hall of Fame weekend this weekend for J.H. Rose and Newbern. Bears and Rampers have played some classics through the years, and this one may be a classic as well. First place in the Big Carolina 3A4A will be on the line. Will Bland, the head coach of the Rampers, joining us. Coach, good luck this week, and we'll see you at the field on Friday.
1: All right, thank you.
2: I appreciate it. All right, that's Will Bland, head coach at J.H. Rose. We'll take a commercial break right now. We'll come back to now. The head coach in Newburn. his Bears come to Greenville this week. Back with more on this Monday on the Brian Bailey Show after this.
0: You're listening to The Brian Bailey Show. Now, back to Brian. All right, welcome back on this Monday to The Brian Bailey Show. Talking high school
2: football, got a big one in town this week. Newburn and J.H. Rose, they have played some absolute classics throughout the years, bitter rivals. A couple of years they played twice during the season, but they've had some, uh, some knockdown dragouts, if you will. And this is a big one in the big Carolina 3A4A because the Rampants are the lone conference unbeaten right now at 4-0, and Newburn has that one loss at 3-0. One Jacksonville beat Newburn to give the Bears their loss, and the uh, the Cardinals fell to JH Rose. So Rose is four and zero unbeaten in league play. Let's go now to Newburn High School. Troy now is the head coach of the Bears, and I, I've said this the last couple of years. I, I think he's one of the bright young head coaches in our area. He's done a great job wherever he's been, and he's really turned the Newburn program around. And he's got the Bears sniffing at a conference championship. The Bears and JH Rose were the co-picks in the Big Carolina 3A, 4 in the preseason and it's looking like they're going to go down to the wire with Jacksonville as far as the championship goes. Uh, Coach Nell, how are you today?
4: I'm awesome, man. How are you guys?
2: Not too bad, not too bad. Got a big one in Greenville this week with your Bears coming to play the uh, Rampants. What are your first thoughts when you see a Newber and J.H. Rose matchup?
4: Uh, tradition, um, history, uh, great robbery, you know, those are the things that kind of come to your mind when you think of the, those two programs.
2: And the history, as you said, the tradition and the history and you know, you think back you know, Bo Williams is the head coach at Jacksonville, his dad Chip Williams had great runs at J. H. Rose and at Newburn. So you see some of the history right there, and it's just uh it's just one of those games. Anytime Newburn and J. H. Rose get together on the football field, um uh, usually there are some fireworks and so we're looking forward to it coming up. Your team is on quite a roll, having beaten South Central seventy five zip two weeks ago, beats Northside Jacksonville seventy to twenty last. Last week, where's all the offense coming from? You guys are really pulling it on right
4: now. Man, we've been scoring a lot of points all season. Uh, I mean, even the game, we lost by one point, we still scored 28. You know, uh, we get a lot of explosive players here, and we're just working our way up these week, just trying to get better. You know, that's the main thing for us, to trying to get better each week.
2: When you look at your schedule, you had the one loss to Jacksonville, 29-28, and that was a classic. That was a great, great football game, maybe the game of the year so far in our area. Uh, you also had a close call with Maury out of Norfolk. I'm from the Tidewater area, but I don't, I don't keep up with uh, Tidewater football as much as I used to. That was 29-27. How good was that Maury team that night?
4: If you go look at their record right now, I bet you they haven't lost a game. Uh, you're talking about that's a team that just played for a state championship two years ago. Uh, They'll probably play for another championship this year. And last year, they played in the regional championship game, just like we did. Um, just a great football program, really great ball club, and another team that kind of challenged us and put us in a situation so we can be successful when playoff time comes. Because at the end of the day, that's the most important thing for my program. We just want to make sure that we're playing opponents that are good enough that can help us get better each week.
2: When you look at your ball club, obviously what stands out is Avon Herring, and he had a huge game against Northside Jacksonville this past week, the 72-yard punt return, the 96-yard kickoff return. He had touchdown runs from 58 and 10. Uh, how good is he as a running back?
4: Man, Avon Herring is pretty special, and I, I don't know if I would call him completely a running back. I think he's a great athlete overall. You know, uh, he has two interceptions playing middle line back and forth that He's a chance to touch down. Um, he, does, he does everything for our program, I and mean, he's a great kid. This has been working really hard, building himself up to be where he's at right now. Um, definitely a special kid. And, of course, you know, we got another running back there right along with him, Zachane Briggs, and he just compliments him very well. So, like, I think they do a great job together in the backfield.
2: What kind of schools are looking at Aaron?
4: Right. Well, he's been offered by ECU. Wake Forest is talking with him right now, and a couple of the other schools. We're expecting the, the offers to pick up very soon.
2: Does it, what does he say about East Carolina? Does he does he enjoy the uh, the atmosphere, game days in East Carolina, or is he one of those guys that kind of maybe want to go away for school?
4: I don't know, man. He's he's quite different sometimes. I think he's been enjoying stuff when he's been visiting the program. Um, I think he's got to get out to some other programs and see what the atmosphere is like. But for, in my heart, I think he's going to be a local kid because I just think he likes to be close to his family.
2: Troy, now the head football coach at uh, Newbern High School. is His Bears take on J.H. Rose with first place on the line in the Big Carolina 3A, 4A. I think it was you that came up with the SEC analogy uh, in the preseason with this league. But this league has lived up to it, hasn't it?
4: Absolutely. And you know, um, the road started off slow in the beginning of the season. And like we told our guys, the time they play us and then, you know, they'll be rolling. Same thing with the Conley. Um, Jacksonville, we knew they were going to be pretty good. It's just, uh, it's just a tough program to play. You know, we had, everyone has to be good, you know, and then 3A and 4A conference championships on the line. So it's always going to be that battle between the programs when you have, a great conference like we have, and traditionally, South Central and Northside are really good programs. You know, they just kind of had a down year this year. So it's a lot of great football programs. There's a lot of great football coaches that coach in this conference. And that's what makes this conference so special.
2: And you look at it, it's a 3A, 4A split. But when you look at these programs, I mean, I don't think it's any disadvantage, you know, as New Bern's a 4A, Conley's listed as a 4A, and the rest are 3A. But I don't think it's any disadvantage, is it?
4: Absolutely not. And that's kind of funny because like, I got a lot of friends that are in the Raleigh area and be like, man, y'all lose one game, man. You drop 10 spots and this and that. And I was like, yeah. I like A lot of the people who do the voting don't understand that the other 318s in our conference can beat a lot of the 418s that they play against. They're just in the East and 418s are hard to come by over here in the East. Because they're just so far away. You know, this summer, this all season we try to get a whole bunch of 418s to play us, man. But we couldn't get a lot of guys to commit to it. So it's really tough, and that's one of the reasons why we had to go to Virginia um, to play a team that's harder because we know when they took away the, the different classifications, putting them up, we knew that it's going to be really tough to get in the playoffs. So you want to play programs that are really good. And, um, you know, even the 2A teams that we had to play on Northside, side, I know Pitt and West Craven. West Craven is bringing it on right now, and um, North Pitt hasn't lost the game since they played against us. So you're talking about those two programs are pretty good. And the North Pitt game was a game that we um, scheduled a day before the game. You know, so we wanted to get an opportunity to play and just get our kids rolling and just give each other a chance to have a solid record and keep rolling.
2: Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned North Pitt because they're one of the surprises of this uh, high school football season. They've done a great job down there, and uh, I remember that game when you guys had to shuffle and get it scheduled, and I thought, man, that may be a 70-point night right there. And that that's, that's got it written all over because you know North Pitt yeah, historically ha- has struggled of late, but they're having a great season. They lost that game 48 nothing, but I think you know after that, Newburn uh, North Pitt rather has put it on a roll after falling to Newburn, and they've really really turned it around in Bethel and. Uh, well, hear more about North Pitt because uh, Todd Leip's going to join us, the Aiden Griffin coach, in just a minute. How would you like to be in Todd Leip's shoes, coach? He didn't play a football game from September the 3rd to October the 1st, and now he's got five games in 15 days. How's that?
4: Man, listen, when I was at family coach, we went through that, and you went to the state championship because of the hurricane. So you're talking about we were playing on Tuesdays and Fridays, and messing around and turn, play on the Wednesday, then play on the Saturday. Uh, I know exactly what he's going through, but I'm sure, I'm sure he's prepared and has those guys prepared to be able to play and handle that schedule.
2: Tell you what, it's going to be tough. We'll hear from Coach Leip coming up in just a few minutes. Let's talk more about the Rose Newburn game with Torrey Now, the head coach of the Bears. When you look at this Rose offense, it, it sort of starts with their fine running back, Michael Allen, but he's not the only one to look out for, is he? No, sir. You know,
4: they got, they're always going to have talent down there, Rose. The Greenville area is full of A lot of great athletes, and um, they're doing a great job. Coach Blaine's doing a good job down there building that program back up. And you just love to see what's happening down there for them. And um, I tell people all the time, I just love to be in a conference where you know that everyone's going to be pretty good and competitive. So it makes it fun to play in those types of games.
2: Yeah, it really does because in years past, when you guys and I don't mean this disrespectfully to the the eastern wanes of the world, the southern wanes of the world, but you know when you had some of those teams that historically struggled, and then you, you go in and, and and you win that game big, and you win maybe have two weeks in a row, and, and, and then you have to try to you know get. Of course, that's the situation you're in right now after putting 70 on the board with South Central, and then 70 more on the board against Northside Jacksonville. But you know I think that's more of a that's not going to happen every year in this conference but but that is difficult when you have to go back to practice and you say hey boys we're not quite as good as maybe those you know numbers look and we've got a really good team this week
4: yeah and i mean that's that's the thing you know but um and i can't say they do think that good you know and i don't disagree with them. you know that's the whole thing like those guys work really hard um we didn't produce numbers like i said the whole year we played have a lot, scored a lot of points played on uh, west crazy school a lot of points you know uh 28 against uh what's it, Jacksonville and was also. I mean, I just think that our guys understand what we have to do, and you know, you you, you get to those points and be able to feel that many points by special teams and defense doing their part also. You know, that's one of the things that kind of helps you get to that that number. You know, and it's never planned; it's just something that happens over the time, and it is what it is, and just figure it out and keep holding. But like the kids definitely know that. You're not going to just go out there and try to get, get 70 points and it's going to be easy. So that's one of the things that they kind of understand and they they know that you just got to put work in and got to play some defense because you want to beat teams. I'm one of those old school coaches. If we can win 7-0, I'm happy.
2: I'd like to hear that because I'm all about some old school. I'm so old. Old school's really old school, but uh, I agree with you. My high school teams, you know, we won seven nothing or 14 seven or, you know, whatever it was. We didn't score a whole lot of points, but, uh, and that was really old school. They weren't leather helmets, but, uh, it, it was old school. When you look at this rampant defense, Clavon Brown, number 10, he really stands out on tape. Yes, sir. He's a great
4: football player. Um, I think they got some good deep linemen down there also, and you know, their defensive backs can play really well.
2: When you look at a key to something like this, I mean, how difficult is it to come on the road in a key game like this?
4: I mean, I'd much rather play the game at home, you know, since we played there last year, but, um, I mean, at the end of the day, you gotta put your pads on and go out there and play, and whatever happens, happens.
2: Will you guys bring a big crowd from Newburgh for the game?
4: Absolutely. Absolutely, our fans. Uh, our fans like to travel, and our fans like to support
2: our Bears. As far as the playoffs are concerned, coming up, it's going to be a little different this year because of the classifications. We're back down to four A, three A, two A, and one A. I know you're not even thinking about the playoffs right now because there's a conference championship to win. But it will be a lot different this year than in past years. Absolutely, you know, and
4: that's when even why you got to win ballgames. You know. Uh, I, I was talking to somebody about this a little bit earlier. you talking about in the 4A classification, it may be hard for a team to get in that's going to say 7-4 this year or, you know, a 7-3 team. Like, that's kind of the situation that's kind of put out there now. So you've got to play and just hope things work out to be the best you are. All
2: right, when you look at this Rose football team, you look at this game, what are some of the keys that stand out for you?
4: I mean, end of the day, we just got to be able to protect the football uh, ball security and uh, make sure we can line up to all their formations and not be confused. Let's play the game that we play. You know, we're not anything different. We're not fancy. We're not trying to impress people with the way we play. We just want to get out there and do football.
2: Play some football. One of the bright young coaches in the area. Tori, now the head coach of the Newburn Bears. How do you like Newburn? How do you like living there? And how do you like the uh, the program when you compare it to Pamlico and and places you've been?
4: I love it. You know, um, being here in Newburn is pretty cool. Like even when I was coaching at Pamlico, I lived here in New Bern, um I just got a little girl. You know, she's about to be too soon, and she loves being here. She's taken on to the program and. I really love that. It's a great family atmosphere in this area. And I mean, it's a great place to raise your kids and raise your family. So I really love this area and I love what we have here in New Bern. And hopefully we can continue to grow here and get better and just make it a lot easier for us to be here.
2: We asked Coach Bland about the uh, East Carolina UCF game. What were some of your thoughts uh, when you watched the Pirates and the Knights this past weekend?
4: Man, to be honest with you, I didn't watch the game this weekend, man. I was. So locked in to see um, Dope saving coach. You know, so that's what I was waiting for all week, man. I was just like hanging out and having fun until that game came on, and then I was locked in on that
2: one. Here you go. <laughs> The Pirates fell 20 to 16 to the Knights of UCF, and it was very similar to the South Carolina game where East Carolina had their chances to win. Could be 5 and 1 right now. Still stand 3 and 3. A lot of football to go in the back half of the season for the Pirates, and we'll of course talk more about that next week. Mike Houston uh, joins us here on the Brian Bailey Show. Coach, safe travels to J.H. Uh, Rose this week. Bears and the Rampants for first place in that uh, new conference, the Big Carolina 3A4A, and thanks so much for joining us on this Monday.
4: No problem. Thank you guys for
2: having us, and go bear. All right, Torrey now joining us on this Monday here on the Brian Bailey Show. Let's take another commercial break. We'll come back. Tide Life, the head coach at Aiden Griffin, joins us. He's had a long time to wait to play games, and then once he started playing them, he's had to play a bunch of them. We'll talk with Coach Life after
0: this. You're listening to The Brian Bailey Show. Now, back to Brian.
2: Hi, right, welcome back to our show on this Monday. Waiting to hear from head coach Todd Life at Aiden Grifton. His Chargers play again tomorrow night. And check out this schedule. These guys at Aiden Grifton didn't play from September the 3rd until October the 1st because of COVID situations either with Aiden Grifton or with the opposition. And now they're in a schedule where they play five games in 15 days. Five games. And think about that now, because usually you play on Friday and you play on the next Friday. So that's two games in a matter of, you know, every seven days. But this thing, it's just crazy how many uh, days you're having to play. So Todd Live joins us from Aiden Grifton. His Chargers set to take on Wes Craven in another one of those makeup games tomorrow. Coach Live, how are you on this Monday? good not doing bad right now good good have you ever seen anything like the schedule you guys have had to play
3: uh when uh when all this happened to us and we got quarantined uh my expectation was this was just the beginning and a lot of teams would have to face this and we wouldn't be by ourselves and uh but i guess we're by ourselves <laughs> because we're really the only ones having to deal with it in our conference that kind of puts us at a disadvantage and uh you know, jokingly, I tell, tell people, I'm like, my guys didn't really like practicing that much anyway. So playing games, uh, wasn't that bad. And, and we've played really hard. Uh, we've gotten a little bit better, but, um, our, our schedule's gotten a lot tougher. We're playing the top half of the standings right now and, uh, it kind of shows a little bit.
2: When you look at this uh Eastern Plains two A conference with the teams involved, uh you guys just played North Pitt. And I think North Pitt's one of the the, the success stories of this uh twenty twenty one season because, you know, they they're on quite a roll, aren't they?
3: Uh, uh very physical, very athletic, fast. Um they have a number twenty a running back, I'm not sure his name, but um he is exceptional. He's a great wrestler too and um their coach is doing it the right way. I really like Greg a lot, and uh, it was uh, we had fun over there and competing, and uh, I came up a little short
4: there at the end.
2: Wes Craven comes to uh, Aiden Grifton, another one of those make-up games. Uh, talk about the Eagles a little bit. What do you see there?
3: A lot of same physical. They they kind of changed their offense. Uh a little bit, they, they've gone to a tight end wing set and, uh, they run jet and they run power and they, they, they got two quarterbacks, uh, one's a little bit bigger, one's a little bit more athletic, but they both can run the ball. So they're adding a guy in the box and that's going to be tough. And, uh, you now we got to stop, try to stop the run at all costs. Uh, they're, they're, they're tough. Now their schedule came out. They, they ended up losing a real close one to Croatan first game. I think they got surprised a little bit and, Carlton like scored like twenty two unanswered on them and uh end up winning the game at the end and then they then they played uh Newbern and Hablock. but ever since then they've been on the roll to beat Washington pretty good so but uh but they're getting into their conference the heat of their conference too.
2: What is your schedule like when you have to play so many games in such a short amount of time? Because I know if you play one Friday, you know, you get up Saturday, maybe, you know, the guys may come in, and stretch a little bit, rest a little bit. Sunday, I know you guys are watching tape, but the players are usually off and then you start with Monday practices and, you know, I think historically Thursday practices were really, really light. So you get your work done early in the week. You know, Thursday's a light practice. JVs play that night and then Friday you play again. But when you're having to condense everything in, I mean, you guys have a homecoming game on a Tuesday.
3: Yeah, it's it basically Thursday practice every day. With shorts, uh, shoulder pads, and helmets every day. My fact, you know, we had we'd only gone uh, pants. <laughs> We've only wore pants like twice in practice. Uh, early in the year, we couldn't wear it because it was so hot. And and then we, you know, we were off for two and a half weeks because of quarantine. And then once we come back, it's it's Thursday practice every day. So. Um, the big change up is do we wear girdles or not so uh that's our that's our practice and um I'm ready for it to be uh be, for this get this week over with Uh next week we're we're open and then we come back to our final game versus Washington, but I've been breaking down teams and I get a little confused sometimes, yeah, so many game plans going on uh and trying to set up trades in the middle of the week. And, there's a lot of things going on, but, you know, I felt like it was it was our responsibility to try to make up the games. Uh, and also, um, you know, our kids signed up to play football, and, and they're getting all they want right now.
2: Yeah, they're getting all they want for sure. West Craven tomorrow night at Aiden-Grifton. Chargers then travel Friday to Southwest Edgecombe. Then you get a break, you get a weekend off, and then you take on the Washington Pampak to close out the season. What are your thoughts on this Eastern Plains 2A conference this year?
3: Well, yeah, you know, I think we got better, uh, or the conference got tougher with the addition. You know, finally, Bundles better, definitely better than what they've been. And North has, has stepped it up too. And, uh, Southwest had a good year in the spring. And, and I keep forgetting, you know, we, we've already played two seasons this year, really. Uh, but in the spring, they had a good season and, and they went on to the playoffs. I think they got one, at least one win. And so adding those three teams, I know we lose Kinston. But we still play in them anyway, non-conference. And, and we lost North Lenore, who's who's better, and South Lenore. But, um, so I, I think that the actual conference got a little tougher.
2: Yeah, I would think so. You guys came from the Eastern Carolina 2A, and as you said, Kinston, North Lenore, South Lenore. Uh, now, Kinston, North Lenore, and South Lenore are in the East Central 2A, and that's a tough league, too. Yeah.
3: Um, oh, yeah. That's a real tough league. Uh, and, you know, they changed the playoffs, so. Um, you know, you're not going to have a, a 2A and a 2 bubble A anymore. Yeah. So it's going to be, it's it's even tougher to get into the playoffs. It, it, it's like it used to be back in the day, back, you know, oh two oh three, 2 3 when, when I first got back here. Uh, it was tough to get into the playoffs. And uh, now it, it's going to be basically the same thing.
2: Yeah, and you guys uh, at Rose, when you were defensive coordinator, uh, it was a four A 4AA. and four AA. A lot of folks always wanted to know if, if that, those were the days of Charlotte Independence. They went on that role about the same time you guys did, and I think that you know you guys at Rose were always like, "Hey, we'd, we'd love to play those guys. That'd be a great matchup: four A 4A against four AA." I don't know that. Bad. I didn't
3: really. Think so. <laughs> no, they were good. Now I remember. Were. Um, several times we were leaving. The 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 ball game and and they were getting ready to play. A lot of times they were playing in Newburn. That's right. Uh, yeah, they 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 were tough. And now you know it's hard to stay up there, man. It's hard to stay. Yeah, uh, I would think it's a little bit easier to get there. It's hard to stay there, and that's for sure. Everybody comes get you. <laughs>
2: Todd like the uh, head football coach at uh, Aiden Grifton, joining us. You've been a part of some of those uh, Rose Newburn's bat- Newburn battles through the years. Uh, what do you think about when you you hear Rose playing Newburn?
3: Oh, I remember a couple times we couldn't find opponents. And we had to play them twice.
2: I remember that.
3: And that wasn't ever that fun. Um, <laughs> you know, they, they, they're always Craven County plays good football. And uh, the, the, the emphasis in that area on football is a little bit more than here in Pitt County. And uh, they, they've got a great tradition at New Bern. And it's a tough place to play. And it's always kind of late in the season. And um, there's always tough games. And you're fortunate if you ever get one or two. I think even when we had Andre Brown. I think, uh, so the four years we won, two of those years, the first two years, O oh, two O oh, three, we lost to Newbern, and I believe they played in the state championship, uh, then. So, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a rivalry. And I know they were down a little bit last few years, uh, but nobody really thought that was gonna, that was gonna stick too long, but they're very, they're very physical.
2: Very physical indeed. Rose and Newbern coming up, uh, this week on Friday night. Aiden griffith has got a couple of games before then, at least one. Uh, they play tomorrow night. What's the key against West Craven, coach?
3: Well, trying to stop their run. Uh, they, uh, like I said, they're, they're one really dominant. Uh, they, they, they use a bunch of formations, a lot of motions, and, uh, their splits are foot to foot. So it's going to be tough for us. Uh, we're trying to, you know, squeeze and spill and, and make everything run east west and they want to go right north south. So it, it's, it's gonna be a tough matchup for us and we're just you know uh we've been competitive in the la- in, in in every game on this run and that's the ultimate hope is to be competitive and to have a chance at the end. I know uh last Friday uh or yeah Friday night you know we had a chance to come down and, and we end up uh getting a turnover very late in the game and uh but you know that's all we can really ask for have a chance to win it do you
2: I tell you what, I I don't envy you because trying to play all those games in the span of 15 days, and as you said, it's not just playing the games, it's looking at the tape, it's trying to break film down, it's trying to to get a game plan because the game plan against this team is going to be completely different than the game plan against this other team. And when you have one on Tuesday and then you have one on Friday, uh, that takes up a lot of your time. But uh, we're glad to hear from you today. We certainly appreciate your time. Best of luck, Uh, 6.30 start time for Aiden Grifton and Wes Craven coming up tomorrow night, and the Chargers close out their season at Southwest Edgecombe, and then at home against Washington on October the 29th. Coach Life, thanks so much. Thanks, so much. All right, Todd Life, the head coach at Aiden Grifton and the Chargers, joining us on this edition of the Brian Bailey Show. We'll take our final time out and come back to wrap things up after this.
0: You're listening to the Brian Bailey Show now. Back to Brian.
2: All right, welcome back to our show as we wrap things up on this edition of the Brian Bailey Show. Pirates fall 20 to 16 at UCF, and now East Carolina will have this week off. And as I asked Coach Houston on the coaches show, uh, and when part of the question was, you know, after a uh, a loss like this, you kind of want to get back on the horse, and, and a bye week tastes a whole lot better after a win than it does a loss. And obviously, he agreed. I know everybody was very disappointed with the loss. So it was very eerily similar to the South Carolina game as the Pirates fell 20-16 to 16 was the final, had so many missed opportunities and just couldn't take advantage of them. The old coaching adage, uh, when you take over a program and you're rebuilding, you you lose big and then you lose small and then you win small and then you win big. Well, I think the pirates are somewhere in the middle of losing small and winning small. There's just no margin of error uh, right now with this pirate football team in any of these games, and I think, as we said earlier in the show, uh, most of the games coming up are winnable, if not all of them, you know, and there's a certain avenue to success and to possibly winning a game. Pirates are three and three. Mike Houston will join us coming up next week, and we will go and dissect through the entire first half of the season so we're looking Looking forward to that next week on the Brian Bailey Show. Uh, I want to put a special plug in for uh, WNCT and not on your side. Tonight at 5 o'clock we debut our brand new set. I think you're going to be overwhelmed because it is absolutely incredible. I I can't believe that I'm working at a station now that has a set that looks as good as that one does, and I hope you agree with me. But that's coming up uh, at 5 o'clock this afternoon. Uh, We've been sworn to secrecy for about two months now. We couldn't take any pictures. We couldn't do anything like that. I've got a huge sports wall I get to talk in front of. So I'm hoping that the sports wall is so big it will make me look smaller. That's the, the whole idea, that when you when you look at it like that. But I think uh, you'll be very impressed with that. But that's at 5 o'clock today, and we do sports at 520 and at 620. And then we'll be back, of course, later on tonight at 1120. So we'll have that. And, of course, we'll continue to feature East Carolina Pirate football, East Carolina sports in general. Uh, touchdown Friday will make its debut on the new set coming up this Friday. And the big game this week. Our game of the week will be Newburn and J. H. Rose in that battle for first in the Big Carolina 3A4A. All right, I want to thank our guest today, Will Bland, the head coach at J. H. Rose, also Toy Now, the head coach at Newburn, and Todd Life, the head coach at Aiden Grifton, for being with us today on the Brian Bailey Show. Next week, as we said, Mike Houston, the head coach of the Pirates, he joins us. But for now, that is the Brian Bailey Show. Have yourself a great sports week, and we'll see you back here next Monday at noon.
0: This has been the Brian Bailey Show, brought to you by Angus Grill, Baltic Sug Furniture, Bojangles, East Coast Grady, The Gavigan Agency, Greenville Auto World, Papa John's, Pepsi, Seared Chop House, Tap Tap and Hagler, Tiebreakers, BMS Builders, and the Rick House. Join us next time for another edition of the
4: Brian Bailey Show, exclusively on Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation.